0: And welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are sponsored by Holman Barnes Group, at uh, which includes West Ashfield Leagues, the best place to watch the game live and loud. And that's just, uh, what, Sunday week now. So last trial yesterday. So what, 13 sleeps until we uh, play the Titans at Leichhardt, if you're not going to Leichhardt, which will probably be a sellout, boys, I reckon... If that game's not sold out after yesterday, if that game's not sold out by next weekend, uh, I'll be very, very surprised. Uh, at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and if you want to support and take part in the show, Patreon.com/slash Westlife. Uh, welcome to Gussie. Gussie finally joined the Patreon today. How good, super fan, Gussie. He's in the Discord, uh, running a So welcome, Gussie, and shouts to all the people. Uh, watching live on youtube right now please hit subscribe notifications on yada 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 comments all that stuff help help us with the uh the algorithm all that nerdy sort sort nerdy shit get our views up thank you uh boys how good look it's a trial but uh rob a win is better than a loss
1: oh absolutely buzzing josh that was That was a complete reversal of the weekend before. I I know people will say, you know, we've had most of our first graders in, but even for those first graders, it was their first hit out. Uh, A couple of guys back uh, from long injuries. Uh, The fringe first graders played really, really well. And it was 30 plus degree heat. Uh, We just never took our foot off the pedal. It was a slow start, but we got better as the game went on. And yeah, just really happy to see like all the hype that we'd heard about that I was bagging last week. Saying where is this style, where is this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We got to see it yesterday, and look, you're right. It is only a trial, and and you know a couple of things uh, sugarcoat the score a little bit. You know, like they had a man in the sin bin, and we scored twelve points in that period, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you're not impressed by that trial, there's something wrong. You know, it was fantastic.
0: And as are you still buzzing? What'll be twenty? What kickoff? Kick uh, Full time was five thirty yesterday. Twenty. Do the maths here. 24 plus, plus 3 equals 27. 27 hours since yesterday's full-time. I mean, we're buzzing basically well before. The game is well over before the 80th minute mark, but uh, the point of all that as the all, point of all that as uh, how good is a win?
2: Yeah, g'day, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, listeners. Uh, yeah, a win is fantastic. I was, I was pretty much the hype man in the Discord as we were celebrating that one after the game yesterday, and a win is always a win no matter whether it's a trial, whether you're playing for Premiership points, no matter what's going on. Um, when you support a team like the Tigers who've given who haven't given us all that much to cheer for in recent seasons and when you think about how well we played, like how well we defended and then you think about who um, who's still back coming coming back into that that side, um, the four players in particular who weren't in the starting 17, it's there's there's a lot to be excited about.
0: Yeah, man, I mean Rob you tweeted out this joke as well. I saw it going around uh quite a bit both our fans and other fans basically where do we buy grand final tickets, which is basically a joke that goes around every time. This usually it's usually a Parramatta Eels joke, but this time uh, this year it was us. Man on that, obviously I called this episode the hype train tonight. Obviously like we're excited and, yes, it's only a trial. And a few people are saying, oh, it's only a trial, blah, blah, blah. But as you just said then, as the last, what, t- two years, obviously came last, last year. We had four wins last year. In the second half of 2021, when all the games got taken at Brisbane, not only were we losing those, we are getting, like, completely beaten up, like, embarrassing, embarrassingly, embarrassingly smashed by teams that happened again late last year losing by 70 to the roosters so the hype that the whole this hype that I'm talking about tonight like it's not just it's not saying we' we're, we're gonna make the grand final this year it's we're gonna be able to watch our team this year and have something like exciting to watch like we're, we're got a team that we can be, be proud of like I feel like this team is they're going to be in the game every week. They're not going to lay down and let the Roosters put 70 on them. They're going to go yeah, out there. Sure. They're going to rip in. Like watching the boys, I was there at um, uh, Belmore on Saturday. It was hot, as you said, Rob. Freaking hell. But uh, firstly, Belmore, pretty cool getting there. First time I've ever been there. It's like a Audi version of Leichhardt. Like it's even <laughs> less less fancy than Leichhardt. But I didn't mind that. I didn't yeah. mind that. It's, um, yeah. Sat on the sideline, It's just watching the boys, like especially our forwards, not being bullied by like the the opposition. Like we're usually the ones being bullied, but our guys, like Sean blow like I talk about him a lot, and it's a man crush I know. But when he cracked Whiten right in front of us, man, I was at half mast. Like just watching, watching <laughs> our guys, like we're boys. We have a team. That goes out, there and fucking rips in. I'm I'm so excited for this season now. I'd like I know it's a trial, it's a trial, but I'm just like I don't know how any West Tigers fan can't can't have watched yesterday. And as someone said in the comments, it's not like the Raiders were playing reserve graders. It was 70, 80% percent first graders for like starting sides with both teams, and we fucking kicked that kick Canberra's ass. Who are a pretty decent side and. Yeah, it's only a trial, but it's just it's made me, um, like we know of Shane who's been on the show. Like he's just like, oh, like we're all down in the dumps trying to say Shane, like come on, um, we'll have something to watch this year. And I feel like this has given us a bit of an argument. Try and get Shane back, uh, back on our side, back at back positive. And a lot of the fan base too. If the membership uh, phones weren't ringing off the hook this week, like today. Like I don't know when they will. I reckon they sold two, three thousand memberships today for sure. I had no intel on that, but uh, okay, calm. <laughs> Anything to Add to that. that, I know I've been called a, a fence sitter before, but I don't know. It was just, yeah, we're just we've had two years of a heartache, and I feel like we're on the up. We're on the up. If you're looking for an event space to hire for your next function, take advantage of West Ashfield's member-exclusive Functions offer with 50% off event space Monday to Thursdays. It's available for corporate, social, and more. Contact their Functions team today, function.ash, A-S-H, at cateringhq.com.au or give them a call on 28752 8752. Two zero eight zero terms and conditions apply. And with the NRL season kickstarting next week, you can watch all the games live on big screens from the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield. For more information, visit holmanbarnsgroup.com.au. dot com au.
1: We've been devoid of hope for a bloody long time. Okay, as a supporter base, we've been down in the dumps. We've been conditioned for not even micro- mediocrity, for just rubbish. Okay, we've had no hope. Last week's trial against New Zealand didn't give me much more hope. And then when you see what happened yesterday, it was a a really slow start. Okay, nothing wrong. But but at the same time, even though the points weren't racking up on the board, we came out with so much energy and enthusiasm and commitment. We made some errors from that enthusiasm. You know, a couple of knock-ons and a, a loose offload from Steph early in the game and what have you. We could have scored a heap of points before we eventually scored. But... We defended. We defended really well, and even though we were down four 0 that defence just kept us in the game. But like you said, it was it was even up to the 80th minute. You know, grubber kicking in goal, and blokes trying to trap the guy in the goal, and and you know even some of the touchline. You know, three of our guys trying to push someone over the touchline. We haven't seen that sort of effort, yeah, in a, in a regular game, let alone you know a trial match. So. Look, it, there were there were so many positives out of it, and and honestly, I can't give anyone a bad rap. I mean, I know some players are better than other players, but the standout yeah. for me, the standout for me was no one stood out. That was the standout for mm. me. Those fringe players played great. The guys you wouldn't expect to play ever in first grade played great. Uh, our new guys played great. You know, Isaiah Papali'i was fine. He didn't do anything special. That that made it even better. It wasn't like we, you know, Isaiah Papali'i was carrying us on his back. He didn't get that involved. You know, mm. so like it yeah, was
0: actually. I would say he was quiet. He, he was. Yesterday. He was.
1: He was rather yeah. quiet. He was. Solid, he did, he did what he had, he had to do. Yeah. Nearly put a ball on the train tracks, but <laughs> yeah, <did. laughs> yeah that, was, you know, that was loud. Yeah. But like you said, to not have your starting hooker and your starting half, and I, I, I mean, we'll get into this later, but I actually think this puts more pressure on Brooksy now than ever because the second half Wakeham put on was fantastic. Like that was a really good second half, especially from what he'd produced the week before. But as I said last week, he'd only he's only been with the club for a couple of weeks. So I didn't really expect him to be so great. But it was just enthusiastic, it was energetic. And even seeing Sheenzy, you know, tapping Benji and Robbie behind the shoulder after we scored a couple of nice tries, you could just see the excitement it was like, yes, it's it's starting to look good. So, you know, as I said at the start of this, we've been devoid of hope and and I just want hope. It doesn't mean we're going to make the finals or not make the finals. But as you said, we are going to be competitive now against every freaking team in the comp. And that's what we want. And I don't mean just competitive and consolation losses like we can win games. So, yeah, if if you're not excited by yesterday, you know, you've got ice in your veins.
0: (laughs) Just uh, Graham on Facebook. Says just a trial, good signs. But as they say in motor racing, when the flag drops, the bullshit bullshit stops. So to use a motor racing term, uh, Graham, because I'm a motorsport guy myself, I, maybe Canberra weren't at ten tenths yesterday, but they're they still going to play the opposition. The opposition in front of you, they weren't out there to miss tackles. They were still trying trying to score tries and that sort of thing. And we, as most of the comments are saying keeping Canberra to four was probably the most impressive thing there. And they had plenty of, um, plenty of sets on our line. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, I'm, I'm not buying grand final tickets, but I'm just keen to go to a game and know that, there's, there's a good chance, at least the boy's going to come out and rip in. That's well, we, we that's... won
1: both trials last year, so like winning trials yeah. doesn't mean, doesn't mean no. anything. I think, I think what we're all well, for me anyway, number one red zone defense, like the way we tackled in our own red zone, like the try Canberra scored was a brilliant try, but it came from roughly the halfway line and it needed a kick to seal that try. So we defended really well, and the style we played with with the ball, the way we came out of our own half, the way we were throwing the ball around, when when something was on, we took the chance, we scored, you know, a 75-metre try. Uh, that last try we scored, geez, if that if that didn't get the heart pumping, my God, that was just so good. Like, you know, yeah. you've you got to be buzzing, guys. You've you got to want to see more of this. It's, it's obviously going to be harder to do in a game when there's – you know, 10 minutes left and it's eighteen all and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But just appreciate it for what it was. We've been promised a style of footy. And as I jokingly said on on Twitter yesterday, it's like we've this club's been in a coma for twelve years, 12 mm. years, and we just come out and play West Tigers footy. That was West mm. Tigers footy with defense. Because I don't think we had defense twelve years ago. That was just West Tigers attack with committed, energetic. Enthusiasm—it w- it was brilliant to watch, and and you know, if you say it's a trial, it's a trial, and it doesn't mean it equates to a win round one because Gold Coast are playing well too. But yeah, you, know, you, you got to be pretty fired up.
0: Yeah, and like I said, Leichhardt Sunday Arvo, oof, like it's take almost me to Sunday sold out when... now, Josh. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. League,
1: it was already sold out. Almost, yeah, so. yeah, it will, which it will, is it will crazy.
0: Be... Biggest fan, like I said before. We're a Sleeping Giant, it's just a, if two wins in a row, like these these two games at Leichhardt, I think will set up the season. If we get two wins, I feel like we'll make the playoffs. If we don't take advantage of these Leichhardt games and then we have all those traveling games to come, it, it's going to be tough. But if we come out firing the first two games, uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's it's pretty important. Right, news to start with. Uh, this broke or was confirmed after we finished Wednesday night. I think it came out Thursday or Friday. So Adam Dway he uh, extended for a, another year. Uh, Rob, is this the first you're hearing of this?
1: You're <laughs> saying that with
0: tongue-in-cheek, aren't I you? I'm know, saying that with tongue-in-cheek. You said it on the show, what, two weeks ago? So we knew that was happening. Happening. We're all happy about it. We, we're big fans of Adam on this show. I thought, um, yeah, he started... A little bit shaky yesterday, but I thought he was close to out. He, he played a lot of minutes. Um, I think he went off. He kicked the goal and then walked off. I think it was 68th minute or something. So he played a fair chunk yesterday. So to say he's the best on the ground might be a bit unfair because he played in the halves for most of the game. But um, I thought Adam was great yesterday. And, yeah, keen to, to see how he goes for this year and maybe they'll extend him. Even more, depending obviously on the the Moses situation. We haven't heard. Uh, well, I haven't heard anything about the Moses situation progressing, degressing, or whatever. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe he stays and Moses comes still. So uh, either way, happy for AD. Uh, another good news, Campbelltown. They're being pledged sixteen point seven million dollars for a centre of excellence, which is pretty awesome. So we could have not only the best centre of excellence in the NRL, we could have two of them. So, uh, yeah, so that will be a joint venture with uh, Western Sydney University, MacArthur Bulls, and the Southwest Academy of Sport. Uh, Yeah, uh, Dominic Dominic Perrottet and Sports Minister Alistair Henskins, uh, they announced 309... $1.6 Point six million dollars in funding for local councils uh, across community groups to deliver fourteen new upgraded sports facilities across Western Sydney. Must be an election soon, but um,
1: <laughs> t- took the words out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> fingers crossed. It's not uh, a promise. Who knows if uh, West Tigers fan himself Dominic Perrett will be premier? Come when is the election? I have no idea. Um, it's soon because the ads are non-stop on the TV if you watch Freeware TV. But uh, fingers crossed this happens and we have two great facilities uh, to train out of. As This would be, this be a great thing for the Campbelltown area. I guess, um, yeah, I mean, Campbelltown is not really country, but you kind of relate to the southwest a little bit. You're west. Yep. <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know if I've mentioned this um, before, but I was actually born in Campbelltown.
0: Yeah, I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But I'll pretend I did.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I I was born out there. Obviously, I haven't been out there since I was three years old, so it's been a fair while, um, other than to go to games, of course. But, I mean, we keep on talking about how good our junior base is, particularly out in that region. So having Mm. the facilities there, to grow that junior base and to grow that supporter base even, even further is going to be much better for the club, especially hopefully next year we do go to the two home grounds in Leichhardt and Campbelltown having like Concord isn't that far away from Campbelltown. So it's a good base for that area. And then having another base out of Campbelltown will be so much better for the team. Uh, world-class facilities are basically both catchments for the, for the team. So I think it, it can only be a good thing.
0: You can tell you from the country because Campbelltown to Concord is a nightmare for us, which is it's probably, it's probably thirty kilometers which for you is about twenty minutes down the road but for us it's an hour and a half in traffic. so um, but I do get yeah I do get what you're saying. Um, Rob, any thoughts on this to add to oh, it's,
1: it's great news. I mean it's definitely great news. I mean obviously I'd be more excited about a redeveloped home ground because we don't, we don't want to lose these kids and, and develop them for, you know, your Roosters and your Melbourne Storms and what have you. We, we want these guys to have a home team that they get to see quite regularly. So, you know, hopefully in the future at some stage, we can get that 8-4, 9-3 split with Leichhardt. Yeah. And we're, we're, you know, we can't be, you know, predominantly owned by Ashfield, based at Concord, best home ground at Leichhardt, occasionally go to, Campbelltown a game at Tamworth a game in New Zealand we have just got to like you know at at the worst have two home grounds I'm I'm one for one home ground but I know that'll piss the Balmain supporters off and I I don't want to do that yeah yeah. I I, I, I just think as a kid you, you don't get attached like I wouldn't be attached to the Tigers if I couldn't see my team every week or every second week like I did as a kid so I think yeah if we're serious about Campbelltown, we've we've got to, you know, do a lot more than what we're doing, and and I think you know the powers have been know that, and and they've they've made a commitment to the area, but we need to get some home games there, guys.
0: Did they play twenty four games in the eighties? How many games were there? Because there were only uh,
1: we had we had twelve teams, and you play each other twice, so you had twenty two home. Yeah, okay. no, buys. no, buys. That's okay. Pretty, That's still pretty close. I'm, go- I'm going back in the really old days before Canberra and Illawarra came in, so. Yeah, it was it was twelve teams back in the day with your new towns and your north and north Sydney and all that. So yeah, but but, okay. but even back then though, because it was a Sydney comp, I mean, if you weren't playing at Leichhardt, you know, you could go watch. You'd take your Bal- I could watch Balmain play at Lidcombe Oval, Belmore Oval, yeah. you know, Sydney Cricket Ground, Redfern Oval, North Sydney Oval, Cogra. Like it, it wasn't hard to go to an away game where now you've got to go to New Zealand or North Queensland or Brisbane or you know, it's like we're, we're a yeah. more a national competition now. So it is a lot harder, which makes having your home Home ground, you know, and, and the people to be able to watch your own team at a, at a regular time slot more important, you know. So, I, I know it's just by fluke, but I'm really glad we've got two home games at least at Leichhardt to start the year off. And hopefully, we can get it going with a couple of wins. Just a side note to
0: that if we get add another non Sydney team, I think that I think I've said this before, but that'll make half the comp Sydney teams. And if that's the case, they should do it. Every Sydney team should play every Sydney team twice, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: it is. it's it's actually the other way, Josh. I think we've got nine. Oh, actually, sorry, no, we've got we've got now the Dolphins, don't we? So we've even we've got yeah nine Sydney teams and yeah. eight eight out of town teams. That's what I'm
0: saying. So if you add one more, add Perth, yeah. Yeah. it's half the comp. Sydney. Every Sydney team should play each other twice. Yeah, right. I,
2: well, well, it even... feels bad for Newey and the and the Raiders then, considering they're in the same. They've got their own
0: airport. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna. The the thing about those teams that they travel anyway. Like it's, it's it's two hours on the bus to Sydney anyway. So and they have got their own airport. Like ship them off to Perth.
1: Yeah we, yeah, we can't change it now. But I'm not a fan of the Dolphins concept. Like that to me was stupid. We had 16 teams. If you just made one of them, like if you did, did it in two conferences of eight and eight, and you played your con your own conference twice, nine and nine. That's, four, yeah. that's 14 games. Then you play. The, the other conference only once. That's yeah. 22 games. Have a NBA Super Bowl style. Type, Super Bowl-type sort of final and, yeah, go yeah. from
0: there. Do you think TV ratings-wise, if you have one Sydney, one non-Sydney, isn't that the perfect formula?
1: It's better. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's actually better. Two...
1: Yeah, you get two, two local derbies at a time. Yeah.
0: Whereas if you have two Sydney teams in Queensland, have a cry about it. But anyway, uh, getting sidetracked. Um, I just – not really news, but this headline last night – uh, in the Sydney Morning Herald. Is it 2005 all over again? Tigers turned it on in big win. So the hype train here is pretty hype, but Adam P- Pengilly from SMH. Okay, calm down, mate. Okay. Uh, right, a lower <laughs> grades. What happened S- <laughs> Oh, you're talking about Adam? No, no. Adam Pengilly is the writer of that story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so calm down, mate. Calm down. Okay, like, okay. Don't, don't jinx it. <laughs> it's, uh, but if, man, if we're getting the media on our side as well, uh, man, we're going from purgatory to heaven. Uh, SG Ball, uh, Magpies 50 4 over the Rabbitohs. They're 3 0, tied first. Now, uh, Balmain got a win at SG Ball as well. So that was their first win of the season It's 16 12. They're tied eighth, sitting in 11th. Uh, Harold Matz, the Magpies got a win 32 12. They're 3 uh, 0, first. Yeah, out there on top of the table, one team tied with them. Uh, Balmain smacked the Bears forty-six to twenty-two. That was their first win of the season. Uh, they're sitting in tenth, uh, just two points behind third. Now, obviously, only three games, so tables still uh, still pretty close. Harvey Norman Women's they won by a field goal over the Rabbitohs. Uh, they're now two and one tied with second. Uh, the only loss in the entire club all weekend. Tasha Gale. Sorry, no. They won eighteen fourteen. I stand corrected. There is one. There was one loss in the whole, um, the whole comp. That was cup, I think. But uh, no, um, our
2: Tasha Gale girls did Flag, lose. sorry, they went down. Your um,
0: flag, 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 sorry, flag was already lost. I think sorry, girls. 18-14 over. I literally had the scoreboard in front of me, and I got that wrong. Uh, one sorry, and sorry, two, Josh.
2: The the Tasha Gale girls played the rabbits, just like the Harvey Norman girls, and they lost.
0: Okay, the so I had it now. wrong. They did lose. Yeah, so my screen, yeah my screen's wrong. I'll get it right one week. Thanks, <laughs> Um The Macarthur West Tigers and Laurie Daly Cup fourteen or draw with the Bulldogs. Uh, they had an eighteen ten win over the Bulldogs in Andrew Johns Cup. Uh, I believe uh, Flag did lose there, but there was only trials for Flag and Cup. They played out in south of Camden. I can't remember the off the top of my head what the town was called, but um. Yeah, they, the they those sides lost, I think, but they were only trials. So um, it was like thirty-five degrees, and I'll playing in the middle of the day. Just crazy, crazy stuff. So, um, so but wins all through in the games that mattered. Wins all the way through, uh, which is pretty awesome. Like, man, I can't remember that ever happening. So, not that we'd normally have this many teams, but how, um, how good? Maybe, yeah. Well done to all our kids and yeah, ladies. Uh, right, NRL thirty-six to four, seven tries to one. Uh, yeah, talking about the main game. We've already uh, yeah already tussled on this game a lot, but um, yeah, who wants to kick off this this one? As I'll let you go first. Well, I've mentioned
2: the defence just before, and I'm I want to go back to that because. How many times during the game did we have to defend three or four sets in a row? And how many of those times did we stop the Raiders from scoring? Practically all of them. And I can't think in the time that I've been a member, I can't think of a time where we've had such good um, goal line defense where we've been able to keep a side away from our try line that many times i mean it is a trial so obviously the raiders had a few combinations there that they're not used to but you've still got to really look at that as a positive and i think we're going to get to it in a little bit when when we get to the press conference but sheenzy did credit a couple of people for that and i thought it was really awesome that he that he did um and it goes back to what we were saying is our because i remember last week one of our patreon questions was our pass fail and dream result for the trial and practically all of our passes and dream results came about except for mine which was no injuries as part, as part of a win i yeah. said my dream result was a a good win and no injuries so that was pretty much the only thing that didn't actually come out of that game but i think the well, most Kenny, pleasing
0: came Marlow, i guess yeah failed that one but yeah sorry as <laughs> i think the most pleasing
2: thing was how well our edges defended and i mentioned it I think in the Discord, or it might have been on Twitter, but the way the guys communicated with each other when they uh, dragged that player out—I forget who it was—in the first half, um, like they were all like, "Take him out, take him out, take him out!" And when they got him out, they they celebrated with each other. Like camaraderie amongst mm. this team so far this season is really, really good, and it can only get better. When you think that we still have Brooks to come in, we still have Appy to come in we still have Joffa to come in and we still have Bateman to arrive at the club and he's got, he's got, he's going to have to form combinations with these guys. But you think about those four boys all being in our top 17, how good it's going to be to have the whole team humming and gelling. Obviously they're not going to defend that well every week, but the weeks they get it right will be some of the best Tigers footy because once they when they're defending well, the attack can flow off that a lot easier as we saw, like we got off to a really slow start. Yeah. But we, we got our groove. We, we found what was working for us. AD made those few early errors, but then he was one of the most influential players in the team and all of that attack and the ability to attack and their ability to throw the ball around for that final try. I think we might've got the bonus point for offloads off that one play alone. Um, the ability to be able to throw the ball around like that came off the back of their defence. And I don't know when the last time I could say that about a, a West Tigers team would be. It, I would imagine it's been
1: few and far between. Uh, Rob? Yeah, look, further to what Aaron is saying there, if we played last year a game and we went basically 30 minutes without scoring a point, the other team would have had 18 points on us or 24 points on us. So really what Aaron's saying there is like, if you can defend your mistakes, you know, then you've got time to work into the game and you're not totally out of the game. So we could, Canberra could have even scored another try and it could have been 10 nil but we we're we still close enough and good enough. I, I was just happy with the style we played with. There really was a lot of purpose about our play, even though it looks like we're just throwing the ball around. And obviously, you know, the last 10 or 15 minutes, they, they, you know, that last try was just... Harlem Globetrotters stuff. It was incredible. But you could see, even like we had a purpose with our kicking game, we had our purpose with short goal line dropouts. Like you can tell Sheensy and Todd Payton have been talking in the offseason because if you watch North Queensland, you know, the night before, they, they were perfecting that short goal line dropout too. So obviously, we're going to try and make as much of an effort as we can to get the ball back. I also think the fact that the referees blew a lot of penalties is going to suit our style of play as well they're really going to be strict on a 10 meters this year uh so there were quite a few early penalties and and for a team that wants to throw the ball around that's really going to suit us a lot mm, um nice yeah well you, you, we've got more room and it's a bit like 2005 if if you're going to penalize more well then you know people aren't going to be willing to risk giving away penalties and giving away that field position um adam he's Running game. I I know he did some great passes and some good kicks. There was one kick actually that Tommy Talao should have picked up, just popped up to someone. Instead, he knocked it on. But if he popped it up to anyone there, it was a try and it ended up being a knock on. But Adam's running game was really good. Like I know one of them, he got Mm. stripped of the ball, but like when he did run, I think he made like 15 and 20 meters and he looked big and he looked strong and he just looked in control. So, but just everyone that was there knew what they were doing. Like, poor old Kenny. Like, that that really is a bad injury for us. I know the way Tupu played yesterday, you might say, you know, bugger Kenny, we don't need him. But anyone who watched Kenny last year, besides the obvious fact that he's great under the high ball and he can finish off really well, if you see how he runs into the line, he ran with more vigour than any forward last year. And some might jokingly say that's not hard. But he really smashes the line when he takes the ball up. So he's a huge loss. I I hope it's not for too long. But if Junior Tupu can play the way he did yesterday, yeah, then obviously it won't be too much of a loss. But wouldn't you like to have two wingers and then knowing that you've got two backup wingers that can take your spot? We've always said, you know, pre-season that we're kind of lacking some depth in the backs. Suddenly we don't look too bad. You know what I mean? Like there's competition for spots there. One, my, my, my one hypercriticism would be, and especially if there's a game on the line, I just found early in the game, you know, and obviously he talks about Dane Laurie and Charlie Staines and who his preference is. And, and I think we're going to end up with going with Dane Laurie. But Dane Laurie let two bombs drop to the ground without contesting them. Now that's mm. fine when you get away with it in a trial, you end up winning 36 to four, but you can't be letting bombs drop and, and and bombs that you should be taking. One, one was a simple one. One was a super high kick from Whiten. And he let both of those balls drop. And it was just like, you know, lotto. Like, which way was the ball going to bounce? You can't do that in first grade. You've got to attempt to catch the ball. So, I I thought no one's really brought that up. But I just thought Laurie not contesting two bombs was a big no-no. He did a lot of other good things, like really good things. Um, but, yeah, that you've got to be contesting your bombs uh, as a fullback if you want to cut it in this league. So, Hopefully, you know I don't know how that's going to impact I- impact Sheen's decision because in the New Zealand game, even though he got thrashed, Charlie Staines was really good under the high ball. So mm. it's 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 a it's a I'm glad I don't have to make the decision, but I feel like you'll go with Laurie just because he's the incumbent fullback.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I think I'd be very very surprised if he's not wearing number one uh round one as well. What about? Um,
2: the- what about the forwards, Rob? Um, my, um, I guess for me the most interesting thing about the forwards was the role that David Clemmer played. Uh, we've never really seen Clemmer in any of the teams he's played for have that much of a, I guess, a passing role or a passing game. Yeah. What did mm-hmm. you think about that?
1: Yeah, I, I thought like he had, I think, seven involvements in the first twenty minutes. Uh, he really got involved. He, he probably didn't, you know, he didn't bend the line like I was hoping he'd bend the line, but he really, he really did his work and, and didn't shirk the task. But I just think everyone put in, like even guys that I've never heard of before, like that guy, I'm not sure what his first name is, James. Oh, my God. Like, he, he's only like a second-tier contract player, isn't he? He was A-Tarzy. unstoppable. Yeah, he, Trams, he was yeah. flicking balls like he, he's a you know seasoned international and, and bending the line. And I'm thinking, how good is this? There's so many guys that, you know, we we don't know or don't know much of, at least I don't know much about him. And that's what was exciting. I'm kind of like, you know what? Take half these blokes back. We don't need some of these new blokes that we're getting. You know what I mean? That's how that's how good we played yesterday. So, yeah, look, they're, they're honestly, like even your, the guys that might be much maligned, uh, you know, by our fan base, I thought they all played great guys. I did not think anyone did not put in and I don't think anyone performed poorly. It was a true team effort, good attack. Good defense, good coaching. Benji took over at halftime with the with a half time speech. Uh, not sure if people notice that or not. If they're watching on TV, if they didn't go make a cup yeah. of tea or something like that. It's know, oh, jim- as, I as I saw tweeted that,
0: yeah. yeah. As tweeted that yeah, to me.
1: Yeah, but but guys, I think I think, you know, like it's good for us to have hope. That's great, but it's good for these guys. They've been working their butts off. And, and like I said, all the hype we've had about what we're going to do in 2023, and even though we didn't have most of our first graders playing, it was a really poor trial against New Zealand. And now they can see, you know what, this is what we can do if we follow what the coaches want us to do. So I just think it's onwards and upwards, guys. It doesn't mean we're going to buy grand final tickets. I, I might do it after about round four. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it right now. But hey, like you know, like I said, we've been devoid of hope for so long. I want to scream it from the rooftop. I want to scream, "I love my team." You know, not not this shit that we went through last year, where it was just like I didn't even know if we were a club. It was like we were a junior club. We had no coach. We were just putting anyone in in the coaching position. We we're picking players out of position. There was no heart or or commitment. And you know, like you mentioned earlier, Josh. The Roosters scored 72 points against us. It was literally kick off they score, kick off they score. And yeah. that that's not us. And and we we deserve better than that. And we've we've had a long period of you know not having success. So it's it, it doesn't mean it's gonna happen this year, but it certainly means from what I saw with all those young players yesterday, just even the guys that got ten minutes or what have you, the Tukey Simkins or what have you, I just just think the future's in really good hands and, and hopefully the experienced guys. Just the right mix of experience and youth, like we had in 2005 when we had the Patens and the Scandalises and the O'Neills, you know, mixing in with the Farers and the Marshalls and, you know, the Fultons and the Bronson Harrington and all those. Well, yeah, Scotty Prince had probably had a few seasons, but, you know, literally the guys oh, you're that, talking about young. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, like, so. the guys that just came in yep. from a, you know, winning culture in the in their young lower grades and just coming in and not knowing what it was like to lose. Like, they just didn't understand. They didn't have the, the scar tissue <laughs> that we had had at West Tiger supporters, you know, like for the first five years. So yeah. look, it's, it's just good to, you know, it was it just, today was a really good day. It was just really good to wake up on a sunny Monday and, and the birds are singing and everything. Everything's, <laughs> life's good. The Tigers oh, are baby. roaring. The Tigers, tigers are, are roaring. roaring. Bring it on.
0: Uh, Lance on YouTube. He's mentioned Nathan. That was who I was going to go to next two weeks in a row beautiful flick pass drawing two guys in mm-hmm. and the, the Matt Gidley Tatahu style flick pass. Uh, I think Naden's in for, I think I said it to the guys I was sitting with on Sunday or yesterday at the game. I think Naden's underrated by our fan base. I think he's better than maybe because he's come from the Panthers. I mean, we've got a heap of players come from the Panthers. I don't know. I think Brett Naden, is a great center. We keep talking about oh we need to go out and buy obviously there's two centers, you need two good centers. Um yeah, I think I think he's yeah, a great. He's great got player. some
1: class about him. He can certainly attack. Yeah. I didn't think he had a left left-handed flick in him. I know he's got the right-handed flick. Yeah. I didn't you know he had a left-handed flick. I mean, look, Canberra's try they kind of beat Naden, but in Naden's defence, they had an extra man, and and that was kind of a fluky ball. Like Naden went for the forward that was looked like he was going to receive the ball, and it went out the back, and and they kind of went through Naden for that try. But look, Nade Naden's class. I mean, for me personally, and I, and like like I said at the start, no one stood out for me, like because we literally had that many good players. But what I, who I was happiest for was Tommy Talao. That that pleased me the most because. Look, I, I, I'm a massive Sean Blaw fan, and and he's probably like my favorite. He really is, but I know what Sean Blaw can do. I wasn't sold on Tommy Tchilau, and I know he had a couple of errors, but he did some really good things, and and he looked really strong. So that was like my little in terms of pet projects. That was kind of a tick that I wouldn't have had a tick on before, like I because you didn't know how he was going to come back, and it is a trial, but. He played sustained minutes and he was really good and ran hard, tackled well, so that that he was the one I was happiest with out of everyone.
0: The guy talk about people that you've been critical of, AJ uh, Oa, I've been pretty critical of in the past. He's definitely a whole new player this year. He looks like he's come back from that injury and looking played in the back row, which I wasn't yeah wasn't expecting. But um, what are your thoughts? On AJ, as um, I was actually going, I was I- intending
2: to rewatch the game t- this afternoon after work, but I didn't really get a chance because I don't remember seeing all that much of AJ other than a few really, really strong carries from him. Um, yep. I was, I was very curious how it was going to go because I remember the Discord uh, before the game when we found out the final team list. We were all very concerned about the Sheenzy shuffle having him having him in the second in the second row. Uh, it seemed like it was a bit of a strange decision, but I don't know. AJ, from what I can remember, he stepped up and he, he played quite well. Um, a lot of the team have bulked up over the offseason. AJ is one of them. Uh, Jakey Simpkins another. It, it, it just looks like a whole different team. I remember being messaged by um, Ryan and... Like in early in the second half, he's like, Who's this team and what have they done with the Tigers? I'm like, Well, they must have locked them in the basements and uh gone out and replaced them because this is an entirely different entirely different group, but it
1: was so bloody good to watch. Hmm. Like Josh uh, did, did AJ Coppola look as big as he looked on TV? He looks like he's he definitely looks He looks, di- he he looks, looks like di- on 10 yeah. kilos, maybe 15 kilos. He just yeah. looked huge.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's got some hips on him, put it that way. He's um yeah, okay, got the booty happening. She's been doing a lot of squats this summer too. I did notice as well. But yeah, he's bulked up for sure. It's uh, I guess rehabbing from an injury. He kind of had pre-season start for him earlier. I guess once you once your season's over, you kind of start hitting the weights and a lower leg injury maybe. Yeah. Whereas if you're in season, it's a lot more ball work. So maybe. Uh, the injury was a bit of a blessing in disguise, maybe. Uh, Jakey Simpkin?
1: I was just oh, yeah. Gonna say, Go, just, just going to say on Kapoa, Josh, maybe the fact that Uh Sheenzy named him in the second row or, or started him in the second row yesterday, maybe that's the lead. We know that Sheenzy loves a back on the bench. Maybe um is going to have that dual role. So he might be on the bench. He'll be, he'll be back up for an outside back but he'll be playing in the forwards when he comes on unless there's injury. So that that could be the reason behind it because I'm starting to think now he might even be in the 17.
0: Craig said having world-class facility helps. Yeah, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. they and the when he, had, when he got injured, they were still training out of um, demountables. But yeah, I guess so. Yeah, having the, the pulls and the rehab stuff. So fingers crossed we can see. Uh, benefits from that. I guess, how do you measure it? Um, really? But yeah, definitely a good thing. Uh, Jakey Simpkin, I thought he was decent out of hooker. He, like not um, superstar prime Robbie Farrah but I thought he did his job, Rob.
1: Yeah, he, I think he topped the tackle count. I stand corrected. He I think did, he had 34 tackles. Yep. 34 tackles thereabouts. So he's doing his work. I mean, obviously, you know, he's gonna bounce off a couple of tackles too, unfortunately, but that's due to his size. I mean, even though he has put on size, he's he's still only a small bloke. Um, he grew in confidence. He set up that nice uh grubber kick for Matamua. I think it was our second last try of the game. So that was that was a really nice touch. I just think he's growing in confidence. Yep. Um I, I think he's gonna lock up that fourteen spot. Look, I I was really impressed with Will Smith. In, in every way, but I was rightfully told last night by someone on Twitter because I kind of said, well, I wouldn't mind having him as, as your number 14 just because he can play uh, dummy half and in the halves. But then someone rightfully said that he's on that second-tier contract, so he's not eligible to play first grade till round 11, uh, whether we like it or not. But, you know, what a good problem to have with some of these guys, you know, playing the way they did. And, and I think it, it's just that style of playing natural footy, like instead of just being too regimented, um, I just think it's that West Tigers footy that we're used to from, you know, the, the Sheen's era previously that that really stands a lot of these players in good stead because it really suited Brandon Wakeham, as I said yesterday, suited Jakey Simpkin. Sean Bloor was amazing. That pass he put onto Charlie oh, Staines' test when he was on so the right wing. So and good. then Staines, Staines finished it off like he was roadrunner. Like yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a touch football try. Like no one got near him. So yeah, uh, look, we've got some really good problems and this is what, kind of what we were hoping for a couple of years ago when we when we opened our season on the podcast. We were kind of hoping that there's so many of these guys now that are going to be pushing for first grade spots and what a problem for Sheenzy to have. And, you know, guys like your Nofalumas and and, you know, some of your forwards, like if they don't get off to a good start, they're just going to get hooked and other players are there ready to go. So... Look, it's just very, very encouraging. I know it's only one win and, you know, we, we might be upset after the first round or we might be ecstatic. But like you said, Josh, we're going to be competitive every game this year. No, I don't think anyone's going to put a, a massive shellacking on us.
0: Yeah. I reckon we can. We don't concede over 40 this year. That's my hot take. But oh, let's, let's write, hope so. I mean, I, mean, I think... Someone the rule, write that the, down. The, the rules That's are going pretty to
1: good. Suit, the rules are going to suit high-scoring games. I, I don't think... We're going to be able to keep teams to four. I think you're going to find a lot more games like 30 to 24 and those mm. sorts of games if the refs mm-hmm. keep, keep enforcing, you know, the 10 metres away they did yesterday. Consistency. Yeah.
0: yeah. We mentioned, we've mentioned Sean Ball a fair bit, but just you've got to be happy for him. Just, yeah, going through rehab all last year. Shane, we'll play the Shane's uh, press conference soon, but he mentions that he was pretty nervous before the game. I sent him a message after the game said great game today. And he said it was just so good to blow the cobwebs off. Um I think he, I think he blew a bit more off Jack Whiten. I think Jack White's <laughs> bloody. I think, really I came think out Sean of his Moore head. will
1: get that right edge spot, Josh. I, I think he so. I mean I mean I know that's there for Bateman, but Bateman's not going to be ready. Bateman's yep. not even in Australia yet and we're thirteen days away from starting. So I yeah. think it's it'd be pretty, pretty harsh to throw Bateman in there, unless Bateman says, you know what, I didn't come here to bloody sit on the sidelines and he wants to get a run. But, you know, in, in this sort of heat, I think Bateman should be sort of just brought along gradually. So I, I think at best Bateman will start from the bench. And it's just a matter of who 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 um who Sheenzy wants to play at 13 because we really didn't play like we – we didn't really have a ball-playing lock yesterday, did we? So, you know, with the style we had, I mean, everyone was ball-playing. So do we even need a ball playing lock maybe maybe Joffer just slots straight into the 13
0: Um just before we move on to the next part is there anything else you want to talk about this game
1: Boys anything oh, I, I want to talk about it for another hour <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> promised
0: we area. promised we wouldn't go much over an hour
1: <laughs> Yeah no but you know what I'm saying like everyone yeah. played well and we have we left anyone out we've mentioned Wake we've mentioned Wehi we've mentioned Bloor, we've I uh, mentioned T'lau. Uh we've mentioned We haven't Kenton really Deirdre. talked about um, Twally yet. Well, Twally didn't really get much time, did he? I oh, See, that's uh, the I thing. Didn't... There was nowhere I could find the stats on, yeah, on they how don't long one was out there for. It was like people were flicking and like even, you know, half didn't seem like he was out there for that long. Uh, Twally was there for a bit. Then he disappeared. Then he was, I mean, he made one nice run in the second half that I saw from memory. Uh, I really didn't see much of him. I mean, we had a lot of interchanging, like uh Jakey Simpkin was dummy half. uh, Will Smith was dummy half. I think even Dane Laurie might have played 5'8 for a bit or, or dummy half. I'm not really sure, but he was up in the front line anyway. Um yeah. There was a lot of mixing and matching and what have you. But I know Sheenzy wants everyone to sort of be accustomed to two positions. But it was just really hard to follow because... Every time I was looking at someone I'm like, who's that? What numbers have you got? I had to look at the numbers on their back because some, <laughs> some some of the guys like I didn't know who they were and I couldn't tell them apart. You know. So yeah, it's look, I think they all played well, guys. We should be really happy with that for a last hit up. And I just hope, you know, they they keep their feet on the ground. It was it was only a trial game, but boy, I, I hope we have a grand final preparation for this first game against the Gold Coast. And, and I think the fact that the Gold Coast put a number up last night means we're not gonna to be too cocky. Like we know we've got a, a you know a good team to beat and they've got a few strike players there, especially, you know, we've got to wrap David for feeder up. So that should be a huge contest for feeder on Ice Papality. That'll be great to watch.
2: Oh that'll be box office viewing for the first round.
1: Bloody oath.
0: Uh just notice a comment Mitch said, not sure if you, saw, you guys saw those of us watching on T V how happy the boys all seemed, all joking and stuff. Uh that like gets excited. Yeah that's again talking about 2005 just how close the playing group is and winning winning makes that like even more so that kind of accelerates that because it's not fun losing so but yeah it does seem like there's pretty good vibes out there and the fact that they're all backing uh Appy the new guy as captain so it's definitely uh, it, yeah it's yeah someone said in the comments earlier while we're talking about last year well it's just because it's a completely mirror image. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Like
1: well, you've got to compare it to something, don't you? Like yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's we haven't got a season game to compare it like to to really give a full comparison to yet. So time uh, hey, will tell, I guess. But yes, as yes.
2: that comment came from my dad. I've got actually got my dad and my brother watching us live
0: for the ah. first time. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mister Thompson.
2: <laughs> that's a reference to something, isn't it?
0: The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Of course, it's the Simpsons. Oh, that's right. How could I? I can't believe I've, never, I've my... never said that to you before. I've that's had you on the show. Maybe couple... <laughs> I've had you on the show for a couple of years and never said that. Um. Uh... Spe- speaking of family, just want to give a shout out. So, tomorrow I'm heading to... I don't think I even told you boys this yet, but my step grandfather passed away last week, who happened to be a big. Raiders fan, so um, I know my dad. What's up when I told him we we're playing the Raiders last week? He said, Oh, that'd be cool. I'll have like because he had been sick for a while. He said, I'll have some last beers, watch the Tigers play Raiders with him. He didn't make it, he passed away last, yeah, uh, Tuesday, I think. But, um, Ronnie, uh, yeah, a Scottish immigrant, so he every time the Raiders, uh, he wouldn't have a Scotch until the Raiders scored a try. So he would have been sober for 20 minutes yesterday. But, um, yeah, he would probably wouldn't have liked that Raiders performance yesterday. But shouts to Ronnie. Uh, yeah, sorry to everyone out there, but I just thought I'd, um, yeah, use this to say thank you to him. But, um, yeah, technically a step-grandfather, but he was uh, nice, nicest man you'll ever meet and um, absolute angel. But, uh, right, Sorry
3: for your loss, mate.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, it's always, he lived well past what uh, life expectancy is, especially for a coal miner as well. But um, yeah, uh, we'll farewell him tomorrow. Righto. Uh, I shouldn't have timed that right before our ad for Mobile Corp. Sorry, Mobile Corp. I brought brought the mood down right before uh, your ad here, but we do welcome Mobile Corp to... Uh, to our show this year. So, Stephen from Mobile Corp, long-time listener, passionate West Tigers fan. Uh, he also wrote in his blurb, he refused to buy a membership. We'll see. We after that performance yesterday, Steve, I reckon you might go out and get one, but um, we'll see if we can get Rob to get one. As well, uh, they can assist with anything IT-related. And in the early days, they were under a different business name, uh, obviously, MLC Phones, which sponsored Balmain slash Sydney Tigers in the mid-90s that Rob and I remember. Well, There's a, uh, they also say there's a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. So what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack uh, they can call Mobile Corp, a family run tech company that supports the West Tigers and even uh, were a Jersey sponsor back in 2007. Uh, Mobile Corp are passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats for an affordable cyber security solution. Go to mobilecorp.com.au. Shouts out to our boys. And thanks to everyone in the comments, the uh, condolences, and that sort of thing. Really Appreciate it. Um, especially you, Gussie. Love you too, Gussie. Uh right. So I've got your 10 to 1 here. So obviously, um this is what we're gonna do when the season starts. Obviously, a 10 to 1 for 25 players playing yesterday in the trial. Not really worth it. So, but from round one, look out on facey Twitter, um, Instagram. I'm gonna send out a Google sheet. Of players, the, the team list for that week. Rate them one out of ten, and we'll see what the players get average from all your votes, and then we'll add it throughout the year and see which player has the. Uh, so this is replacing our three to one from last year. So we'll letting you guys uh, get involved, and I guess we'll we'll give our scores out of ten uh, as we go through it as well. So uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for that in two weeks' time. Right, a press conference. I cut a little bit of Sheenzy in his post-match press, really a press conference, just kind of put out by the club um, themselves. Not technically a press conference, but I'm stalling as I'm finding the audio. Where are you? There it is. Right. So this is a little bit of Sheen's post-game yesterday.
3: This, it's a fair recovery because most guys got really good minutes, and our state cup played. Uh, yesterday as well and our flag so everyone's getting a bit of football so now comes the tough thing of uh selecting our best 17. great stuff thanks tim thanks chris that's a that's a pretty fair effort absolutely one of the highlights for me and i think a lot of west tigers members and supporters is seeing sean blore having his first hit out that's for sure the boys gave him a great uh applause in the dressing room he was very nervous coming back. Uh, Big Tommy Talao only in his second game also uh, got better than last week. Um, and we experimented with a couple of players in different positions, like a All grade. And uh, overall, everyone played well around him. And Twali back as well, so that's a relief for him. But just, just on Adam Dewey, I mean, you're right, he was he was the dominant playmaker today, yeah. and he was really straightening up the attack. He had a wow of a game. He did. Uh, we are unlucky on a couple of things like the kick early from the scrum just beat uh, not for in just before half time and he put a, a nice kick in uh, Adam on the first play so um, he's played very very well and he'll have his partner next week in Brooksy um, and the uh, and the nine as well we're, I'm pretty sure Happy will play as well although uh, certainly Jake Simpkin today showed that he's getting better and better and I can see the Jake Simpkin that Obviously, the club bought years ago from Brisbane. Uh, he's now playing playing some really good football, offensively and defensively. You know, he's not a big guy, but he's really worked hard on his physique. Uh, so we've got ourselves a very good young backup uh, fullback. Uh, sorry, uh, hooker as well. Uh, David Nofaluma. Uh, he was bouncing around out there. He's got a real smile on his face, which is great to see. Yeah. And yeah. Charlie Staines too. He was very versatile for you today. Yeah, he wing and fullback. Uh, Young Dane Laurie played uh, up in the line as well for a little bit of time to stick it up, but he took a bit of a leg knock, so we, we dragged him off. Everyone's OK, except Kenny Mumala, I think, uh, uh, will have a... Um, uh, so he's got to get a scan. It's the same news last year, too, and I'm really disappointed for him if it is if it is a, a serious run. I don't think it's serious, serious, but... I, I can't see him make the start of the season. <laughs> well, let's hope not. Well done, Coach. Well done. Now, what happens next weekend? The boys get a bit of a breather? Yeah, we um, go back to training uh, early in the week, and then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be a long weekend they have off. Um, we're starting to, after this, it's a fair recovery because most guys got really good minutes, and our State Cup played uh, yesterday as well, and our flag. So everyone's getting a bit of football. So now comes the tough thing of uh, selecting our best oh, seven I mean- Great
0: stuff. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. So obviously I played, played the end of it there instead of the uh the front. But uh boys, why the hell would you record that right next to an NRL game with uh crowd noise in the background, and birds chirping and that sort of thing? Hey as only, um... <laughs> only amateurs would do that, mate. Only amateurs <laughs>
1: would uh, do that.
0: but <laughs> <What> in saying <laughs> that you could still hear a very sound like a very happy coach there, Rob.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd love I'd love to ask him. Not that he'd probably talk to me, but I'd love to ask him what's the difference between serious and serious serious. Like, <laughs> re- remind me of you, danger or grave danger. Like, so, yeah, look, let's hope Kenny's all right. Um, no, look, I agreed with everything he said. He's he's really going to have a dilemma with that fullback spot. I'm telling you because you know, like I said, it looked great yesterday, but you put bombs up and you want your fullback catching it with confidence on the full, and and Dane didn't do that. Uh, you know, and, you know, we've discussed in the Discord about Nofer. we've got a lot of our guys and, and rightfully so, they'd be happy with Tupu and Staines on the wing and leave Knopfo out. I, I just think when you've got a winger who's on 550, you're going to give him first crack. You know, he's, he's on massive coin. Um, And don't forget the offload Knopfo did for that amazing last try. It looked like he was about to get smashed. He had two guys on him when the ball went from the left to his right and then he offloaded it and we shifted it back to the left and end up scoring in the left corner with Junior Tupu. so And I don't think Noffer gave up on a play yesterday. Like Sheens, he said, he chased that ball down at half-time, which the kick might have been better suited for a Charlie Staines as opposed to a David Noffer-Luma. Uh, and then the Canberra guy that, you know, tripped over his own feet, Noffer never gave up on that play. but He was right there ready to swoop on the ball for a try. So, look, good problems to have, guys. And and I think, I think the only thing for Sheens and Benji and Robbie, like when they pick a team... Is it's going to be so easy to say, why didn't you pick this bloke? Because we've literally got 22, 23 blokes that are, are really knocking on the door, Josh. So look, hopefully, you know, good times yesterday and, 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 you know, more good times, you know, this year, hopefully.
0: Absolutely. Anything to add to that, As? No, Rob summed
2: that up pretty well. I think the, the best thing about it from the coach's standpoint was how well the team worked together. And obviously, um, Sheenzy said they're not going to do that every week, but like I said earlier, when they when they do do that, when they do manage to get it all right, when it does all fall into place, we're going to have a lot of fun watching this team this season.
0: Absolutely. but um, Yep. Sheen's great to have Sheenzy back as well. Uh, just a reminder, merch.com. they're doing Westlife uh, podcast merchandise for us where with zero royalties it's cheap as so i literally said uh to to those guys yeah we don't want any money off it so if anyone would like to wear our logo and promote our show um, absolutely go for it 28 bucks for a hat or a t-shirt absolutely yeah great stuff they do over at com. and thank you to those uh they literally did all the work i sent them the logo and they created all that so Shouts to them. And if you like sports beyond rugby league, my little side project, Sport Espresso, uh, every morning I do five to 10 minutes just recapping the past 24 hours of sport from uh, Australia and around the world. So if you uh, get in the car in the morning and want a quick recap of the world of sport, uh, soccer, basketball, every every sport that Australians care about. So check it out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts as well, right? A Patreon question time. Shouts, I shouted him out earlier. Lots of love to Gussie today because he became a. Uh, I totally forgot I did this. So I've named Patreon tiers after West Tigers players, and he or legends, and he joined the Benji Marshall tier, which allows him to send in a rant. So, Gussie, next episode, uh shoot me a text. You have, you have my phone number shoot me a text of a, a bit of a rant and we'll play it on the show for you because you've gone, gone the King King Marshall tier on <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Westlife. Righto, what have we got from the fellas slash ladies? we got a lot. Um, and we're already at an hour and two. We're, we're,
1: it's been, a good, we're, we're been really good chatting that Patreon in the last few days. So yeah, um, yeah. It's really enjoying all the input. We're up
0: to giving. 40-something now, people in there. So it's... um. Yeah, and it helps me write the show too. The boys drop links and stuff in there, so I feel like it's making the show better as well. We should be paying you. Uh, Righto, Tuiaki, Chicken Wins, a.k.a. Ben. Who wins the right center spot, Kepa or Talao? Kepa has been awesome, I would say, in the two trials. Um, Talao. You reckon Talao?
1: Talao.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd say Talao too. Maybe a little bit biased, but I do think he was... He was the incumbent before his injury, and I think he deserves to have another crack there.
0: So, okay, oh, well, that that, was that's quick. where I'd be going. That was quicker than I thought that'd be because I think Talal as well. Uh, some guy named RB. Where and when can I buy grand final tickets? <laughs>
1: mate. I just wanted to give the guys a laugh. That's all. <laughs> uh,
0: ben Ellis, twelve. Uh, Do we like Clemmer being the link guy, like Yo Yo was for uh, Penrith, or we just want him to run hard?
1: I prefer him to run hard, but whatever the coach wants, the coach will get. So, mm. doing he, a lot of it too. If he can do a bit of both, Josh, then you know the opposition defence isn't going to know what he's about to mm. do. Yeah. Like if if they if they're anticipating a pass and they'll back off him a bit, and then he might run more. So, yeah, look, yeah. It's, it's just a good good to keep the opposition guessing and. You know, variety is key in any game when you're trying to beat an opponent. So no, I don't mind everyone being versatile. It's, it's a really
0: Yeah, great... I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, mm. just keep, if an, keep... Don't be predictable.
1: If any of our forwards can
2: throw a pass to any player at any point in time and it actually comes off, then that throws so many more question marks at the defence because it's going to keep them guessing and that's
1: never going to be a bad thing. Well, you, you think about it, like if they know Clem's just going to die with the ball then the support defenders are already starting to run back into position where if they know that any of our guys, as Aaron just said, can pop that pass, they're all going to come up and, and stay together and be in the line. So when you get that quick play the ball going, you know, you've got them backpedalling. So look, it's only a good thing, I reckon.
0: Uh, Mitchy 101 we played well today against the strong Raiders uh, side, but what impact will our yet-to-be inclusions have in the team? How will they change the team? And do we think we can get some big wins this season against some of the stronger teams in previous seasons? So we have uh, Queensland origin player Joel and Gowie to come back. We've got Brooksy to come back. We've got international John Bateman to come back. And we've got the Blues hooker Appy Coruscant to come back. So uh, I would say it's a good, they'll be a good impact to say the least. Uh, as, I it's, it's, uh, as yeah, it can only get better like it's the fact that we did what we did yesterday yes it's a trial but without I mean half your spine as sheens said in his press conference mm-hmm. uh yeah i think it's pretty safe to say they'll have a pretty big impact
2: yeah there's there's um you can you can say any number of superlatives for what they're going to bring to the team uh Appie, probably primarily he's going to have the biggest impact out of the four that are, that are coming back but you look at what we did, you look at what we were able to do defensively and in attack, and you think how Appy's going to add to that, how Brooks is hopefully going to add to that. And there's so much to be excited about. Joffa as well, he's one of our best defenders, or he was one of our best defenders last year. There's Yeah, so there's a lot to be excited about in in regards to the, these returning players who are coming back from their injuries. Um, it's going to be a very exciting teamless Tuesday next week to see just mm-hmm. who gets named. Who yeah, and
0: who where?
1: too. Yeah, I think there's gonna be, like I said earlier, there's gonna be more pressure on Brooksy. I really do. I think I think you know, like us supporters, I think we need you know, Brooksy to just have all that scar tissue removed from his brain, and I really mean that. And and because he's he's been rather robotic in how he plays, and when he first came on the scene, as I've mentioned many times with his debut game against St. George at the SCG he was just a natural, like he just run when he saw something on and we need Brooksy to be like that. And I I don't know if he can undo sort of four or five years of um, say constructive, not constructive, like just sort of organized play that was mundane to just being that guy that was full of flair that was, you know, allegedly the next Joey John. So I, I hope Brooksy coming back and doesn't stifle what we saw yesterday. I actually think there's there's actually even more pressure on him than than we you know we would have thought of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think Appy will take a bit of pressure off, off him. Though oh, time will tell. We'll see. He hopefully he feels less pressure with better players around him. On uh,
2: Appy, really quickly though, guys. Yeah. Did you watch the um? Did you watch the World Club Challenge on Saturday night?
0: I didn't. I didn't see. I was with, at
1: with great at the joy. Party.
0: Yeah. Same. And did like. You could just see
2: how much different Penrith's attack was without Appy there. Like they, they missed him so bloody much. And just and to think that we have that on our side now.
3: And yeah, the questions he's Rachel going to be asking of before, defenses. Too.
1: Yeah, right. Rachel just put a comment mentioning that too, Aaron. Gee, I think you're you're on the same yeah. pages.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh quick one from Tiger 24-7. Ah, uh, twenty-four-seven. 2047. 2047 uh, should Bateman play round one? We've pretty, we've said it previously. I think it's it's too late, too close to the season now. I highly yeah. doubt he will.
1: At, at best, yeah. like I said, on the bench. I I prefer he didn't play at all. To be honest, I yeah. think we have shown conditioning is probably yeah. the biggest thing there. Yeah. yeah, reward the guys that did really well yesterday. Like you know, if you if you're trying to say that if you play well, you learn your stripes. How can you put a bloke that hasn't trained with the team just mm. straight in? I, I know he's a big signing. I know he's an international rep player, but just, you know, one week won't hurt. If the boys are firing, just let's go with what we've got.
0: It's a long season. I mean, the Roosters me brought, brought, what, Sonny Bill Williams with eight games to go or something when they won the comp. So yep. save him. He's a, well, yeah, like a card up our sleeve. Uh, Brocker, what's everyone's thoughts on the right second row spot? So... Surely, Kep won't beat, won't get another run there. Does Bloor go straight in before arrival of Bateman, and where will Offer go? Well, you said earlier, Rob. You reckon Blor? Yeah, take I, I,
1: I think Blor will get right edge. I think Joffre will get lock. Um, yeah, we just, you know, I, we just have to get off to a good start. I don't think Sheenzy's going to take. I don't think going to gamble on on our first game. Like you said, Josh, these first two games are huge. Um, I think there was a question earlier: How are we going to go? Are we going to get any big scalps? We get big, big scalps every year, Josh. Like, we beat Para and South back-to-back last yeah. year. We seem to lose mm-hmm. to the New Zealands and the Gold Coasts and the Canterbury's. Mm-hmm. And when I when I say Canterbury, when Canterbury was like a wooden spoon and not before they went to the showroom and bought the Ferrari and the Lamborghini and all that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they were down the bottom of the ladder, we'd still lose to them. We lost to them in the last game of 2021, That you know, when it looked like Madge was going to get sacked then and they were dead last by eight points. So I just think we've got to win the games we're meant to win. And then if we can pick up a couple of those big scalps, yeah, that, that'd be great. But yeah, Sheenzy ain't gambling on the first two rounds, guys. We, we've got to put our best team in there and and hopefully, you know, the Leichhardt faithful will bring us home too.
0: Uh, Edard, thoughts on Benji with the headset in the coach's box and him giving the talk at halftime. You mentioned this a little bit earlier as well, Rob.
1: Yeah, well, I think we discussed last year, Josh, when, when we knew that Sheenzy was announced that we kind of always thought that Sheens was going to be the coach to take away the pressure from Benji in particular and handle the media and ha- handle all the tough questions should thing go, things go wrong. So yeah. it looks like Sheens, uh, Benji, sorry, has got his hands on the steering wheel and, and he's the man in control. So, I really don't know but that's that's just how it looks I mean the fact that they had an almost 73 year old man standing up in the box yesterday while Benji and Robbie and Simon Dwyer and uh, David ferner were sitting down I thought that was really weird you know so <laughs> oh, definitely Benji was at the control so yeah and look that's fine that's probably a smart move too yep. Benji, Benji can be a bit impulsive with what he says as well if he if he copped a bad question he'd be he'd be biting back pretty hard so sheens knows how to handle the media
0: uh, Joey Lulash, is that better?
1: No, same as last time.
0: Say <laughs> say it for me, Joey.
1: Low lash. Low lash. Low lash. Low lash.
0: Oh, because I'm blaming because those vowels uh, in Italian, being married to Italian, the vowels throw me the other way compared to Arabic. But anyway, making excuses, my poor pronunciation. Do you guys think? Sorry, Joey. Do you guys think? Stains has done enough to earn him a spot in round one. Uh, I personally wouldn't mind him and Tupo as our starting wingers. Well, Kenny being out for a bit. Uh who gets that spot? Kenny uh Tupo or Stainsey. I might I don't know because Tupo feels like the exciting Answer, but Stainsy feels like the safe answer. What do you guys think?
2: As? Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards Stainzey for this one. Um, you you see what he did at, at Penrith. Obviously, he wants to play fullback, everyone knows that. But he was a grand he was a grand final winning winger, and you, you can't really say no to getting a player like that on your team. And if given the opportunity, you really should throw him in there. And if he's playing, um, even as a winger. He gets a chance to show up Dane with those high balls. If some of them come his way, he it'll really show like what he's got in that sort of fullback role from that wing position. If he's got the ability to to show up Dano and to try and steal his spot off him, because that's obviously what he wants to do. I I do get the the school of thought that we throw Tupo in, but I think with experience and ability are uh, being a bit more proven that Stainsey should get first crack. Yeah, Craig it's said a, on... I was gonna say, it's, a,
1: it's, a, it's a really tough one, Josh, because I, I actually think is going to go with Supu on the left wing. Mm. I think the conjecture is going to be who gets the right wing spot. And like I said earlier, I think Knopf is going to get that starting spot. But when you look at the style of footy we want to play in the modern type winger, and we and I discussed this with a few of the guys on the Patreon chat today, like, you, you want someone, like, big and tall, good under the high ball, and really fast. Now, Tupu's got the big, big, tall, and can catch well, and Stains he's got the fast. And I love Noffa, but Noffa doesn't have either of those. I think Noffa's, like, pushing it before he starts. Noffa's got to be unbelievably good to keep his spot. So, I think they'll start with Noffa, but there's a, a consensus on our group chat that we should be going with Tupu on the left and Stains on the right. So... I think it's just going to be a real tough one, and it's literally going to take you know someone to have a pretty poor game uh, to get dropped. But uh, a, mm. a tough, tough decision for Sheenzy.
0: Yeah, I saw Nick on YouTube suggested put them b- both out there. So you're so obviously over Nothar. So uh, maybe that, I, I can see that happening happening uh, f- for sure uh, this season. Uh Gussie love Benji in the coaching box. He ain't there for a haircut. Good to have you in the Patreon, <laughs> Gussie. <laughs> um, and then finally, aaron 93, whoever that is, after listening to what the Dolphins run out to tonight, which team has the cringiest run-out tune and why is it the Roosters? Is it they have um Wolf Mother, don't they? Oh, don't I'm they run out sure. to I, they I run out to Back and the, the Thief, don't they? The What's roosters. Their- this is your question, as what...
2: yeah, they, they, they—it's the the team song that they run out to. The here come the roosters, and it—it it just sounds really corny and cheesy to me, and I've never been a fan of it. Here
3: come the
2: roosters. <laughs> here yeah. come the roosters—the best we've ever seen. Bloody, bloody, bloody. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, no. that one. Oh right, the
0: red, white, and bluesters.
2: Yeah,
1: the red, white. Yeah, 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 that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: like up, up, Cronulla it shits me, but it also. I also envy it, those cheesy victory songs. Obviously, um, Rob, Here Come the Tigers is. Pretty... I, I think
1: we could run with that, Josh.
0: No. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me
1: out. Listen to me. If, you said it, if yeah. we just take a word or two, we go, Here Come the Tigers, black, white, and gold.
0: Yeah, That's yeah. Well here yeah, come you can say here, tigers, come, like here come here come West cool. Tigers. I actually thought about this the other day. Here come West Tigers. You can say here come West but I I don't know. What is I I'm just gonna show my one side of the joint venture bias here. I actually don't know what West song was. I so,
1: if I hear it, I'll know it. I've just forgotten it.
0: Yeah. Um I'm trying to think who else obviously uh South Sydney glory 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 uh
1: yeah, one of
0: the great songs. Penrith, Pen has got a pretty pretty good one. Just I don't know. These cheesy the AFL do this the best. They got they've all got their old school they victory do. songs. Uh and I I do envy it. Not that we have won much to pass, but we just have just <laughs> seen all the Corella fans yelling it after the game. Like it's just I don't know, that's what sport's all about. If we um yeah, GD Tiger's written it, the black and white never say Diet, Magpies, the big hitting, no kidding, Gold Star, Superstar, Magpies. Gold Star was their sponsor. Yeah, so.
1: I know I know the Geelong Cats in the AFL have the uh, old Balmain theme, like the same music exactly. Yeah, like, right. It's, it's here come yeah, the fight. We, we are Geelong, da, 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 the greatest yeah. of them all, whatever is,
0: so. <laughs> Yeah, they're all based on old um, – yeah, old – they're the best wartime tunes. They're but yeah, the- they're cheesy, but they're great. Yeah, I I actually hate that we don't have it. Landslide is not it? its "Eye of the Tiger." See, "Eye of the Tiger" is a rock and roll song. It's not like these songs are like 1950s, like skiffy doo like era. Um, there is a
2: there is a West Tigers version of "Eye of the Tiger" that yeah, I have heard out there yeah. a few times. It's very it's yeah. it's. It's one of the worst
0: ones that went It's very cringy. It's. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, good question, As. Nice work. Uh, righto. Next show, uh, Wednesday night. So, no game to preview this week. So, mailbag. So, lots of good questions in the Discord tonight. So, boys, um, drop some in that channel for me this week, but opening it to anyone out there. Uh, submit a question. If you want to come on the show even and ask it, feel free. uh, We haven't had any guests on the show this year yet, but if you want to come on the show, ask us, discuss anything, it's a free-for-all Wednesday night, 8.30. Uh, Slide into our DMs or podcast at westlife.com. Contact us. Uh, You see even Rob as myself on Twitter, ask us and um, I'll tee it up. So 8:30 Wednesday night, and then a reminder on Monday. We're going to do the season prediction show with your Google form results. So the Google form uh, link is in. Uh, last I checked, we had nearly a hundred. So um, officially, we're a what's the TV show? Uh, the survey result says.
3: Help me out oh, here, Family Liz. Feud.
0: Family Feud. Family Feud. The hundred people. Surveys, we get over 100 they would be they would be sweet but if anyone would like to submit their answers uh the link tree to our social media profile pages there's a link tree that'll pop up i'll link it in this episode whether you're listening to it on youtube audio or whatever so go in the description and it should say find all that stuff here click it find everything and it's linked right in there so submit your answers uh, the more the merrier and we'll read out there's a few things where you can type things out and we'll read the best answers on it as well. Gus, Gussie Harris, i got to read, read his comments, he's the best. Uh, is in our theme song, Oops I Did It Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great way I'd to finish. <laughs> Great way to finish, Gussie. Great way to finish. Uh, everyone out there, thanks everyone tuned in. Big show tonight. So yeah, we had dozens and dozens of people tuning in thank you to everyone uh, contributing tonight in your comments we love doing this live uh yeah so if anyone wants to tune in wednesday 8 30 p.m the more the merrier we love having you guys here and talking about a win yeah we've gone 80 minutes i mean that's not too bad we promised we promised we're not going to do two hour long episodes this year we're trying to be a bit more clean and crisper um yeah. Yeah, I think eighty minutes. This in the
1: last twenty minutes, just just don't don't worry about it. Just listen to the first hour, forget the rest. <laughs> uh, eighty <laughs> minutes to talk about,
0: uh, eighty minutes to talk about a great eighty minutes yesterday. I think uh, quality he's, content he's we th- promise. Quality, not quantity. Yep. Anyway, as I ramble on and can't finish the show, boys, <laughs> we'll see you Wednesday. And as always, go the tigers. Go the tigers. Go the tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the West Life Podcast. Please follow us at West Life Pod on Instagram and at Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash West Life Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at Patreon.com forward slash West Life and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the West Life Podcast. Hey, West Tigers fans, Josh Barnett here just at the back end of the show. If you're still listening, uh, I thought I'd just drop in the latest episode of the Sport Espresso podcast. And if you enjoy it, check it out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. See you on Wednesday. Welcome to Sport Espresso, your cup of daily sports news and scores from both locally here in Australia and around the world. On today's show, NRL Uh, EPL, and a whole lot of sports scores from your weekend. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. It is Monday, February 20. Let's get into the sport. To cricket first, and Australia has lost to India in the second test in Delhi. uh, The Aussies had a massive collapse yesterday, getting rolled for just 113 runs in their second innings. The Indians, they got to their target of... 118 with just four wickets down uh, just day three as well. The Aussies, unfortunately, couldn't hold on on that Indian pitch and making India bat last, uh, if they had held on for a little bit longer, would have been a bit more of a challenge for the Indians to chase down their total. So, top scorer for Australia in that second innings, Travis Head, 43 minus Labachang, 35 Uh, Steve Smith only 9, Renshaw only got 2, Hanscom a duck, as was Pat Cummins, Carey 7, Nathan Lyon 8, Todd Murphy 3, and uh, Kuhneman a duck, plus Dave Warner. He had a concussion, so he couldn't bat either, so not a great performance by the Aussies in the second innings. Fingers crossed they can get it done next game over there. Uh, in the women's T20 World Cup, the New Zealand women have beaten Sri Lanka by 102 runs. Sri Lanka, they were um, rolled for 60, chasing New Zealand's 162. The West Indies have beaten Pakistan uh, by three runs. The a tight one there, West Indies put up 116. Pakistan only able to get 113 in their 20 overs. Our under-19s, they had a win uh, against England, but they won by 10 wickets. Uh, England only could manage 158, while the Aussies chased that down uh, without a wicket dropped. And in women's local cricket, uh, South Australia Scorpions, they won by 3 wickets over Queensland Fire, and Victoria won by 29 runs over the ACT Meteors. Also in test cricket. England beat New Zealand by 267, rolling New Zealand for 126 in their final innings. Uh, The Aussie women, they also got a win against South Africa in the T20 World Cup yesterday. If you missed that, uh, they beat South Africa by six wickets, chasing down their 124 in just uh, 16.3 overs. To NRL and four trials played yesterday. So the final games before the season starts in two weekends time. Uh, The Storm of Melbourne, they beat the Warriors 24-6. The West Tigers, they got a big win over the Raiders 36-4. And then at the same ground after that, the Sharks beating the Bulldogs 36-16. And then up in Queensland, the Titans beat newcomers Dolphins 40-16. So the NRL gets underway on in two Thursdays' time. In the EPL, Tottenham has beaten West Ham 2-0. Manchester United beat Leicester City 3-0. Uh, Liverpool got a win over Newcastle 2-0. Man City, in Forest, 1-0 draw. Southampton and Chel- Chel- Southampton beat Chelsea 1-0. Everton beat Leeds United 1-0. Fulham over Brighton 1-0. Bournemouth over Wolves 1-0. And Crystal Palace and Brentford had a 1-0 draw. In local A League, Adelaide United and Western Sydney Wanderers, they had a 4 all draw in Adelaide. In the NBL, the Sydney Kings will play the New Zealand Breakers in the final, with the third of the semi finals being played last night. So the Kings beat the Taipans in Sydney. Top scorer for the Kings was Dijan Vazorjevic with 15 for the Taipans. In, in their last game, Ben Ayer had. 20 across in New Zealand the breakers they won 92 to 77 the breakers top scorer was Barry Brown Jr with 32 and for the jack jumpers in their last game was Jack McVay with 22 so the grand final series for that one will tip off on Friday night at 7 30 so Kings v breakers for the title in the NBL Finally, here's what to watch for your Monday. So Sheffield Shield Cricket, Victoria and South Australia gets underway at 10.25 this morning. Uh, T20 Women's World Cup, India play Ireland at 11.30 tonight. The NBA All-Star Game is from 11.30 a.m. on ESPN Today. So all the NBA's best stars playing against each other. And they're also drafting just before the game which team they'll play for too. So that... Is, will it be exciting for basketball fans as well? Uh, the Daytona 500 is currently on in the NASCAR as I record this. And that does it for your Monday. Give us a follow at Sport Espresso AU on Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash Sport Espresso AU. And thank you again for supporting the show. We'll see you again on Tuesday.